Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Allow Pop-Ups. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the show where we talk about computer security and uh, securing the most important asset that any of us have, which is our attention and our time. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for spending your time with us. We really appreciate it. Jonathan, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, Today, as of recording, it's it's been a day. Um, but you did tell yeah, me. Yeah, you were telling me a, a little bit about. It's been a, it's, what a day it's what. But it's, it's been. a night now, so it's okay. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm I'm really excited uh, about some of the things I'm doing at school. Uh, but one of the things that we do in school is we create learning targets for our students when it comes to their like the projects we're doing and things. But I have put all of my learning targets in like Google Drive and all the Google mm. Docs that we use and stuff. So that yeah. way, that if the kids ever need to look at it, they can see it. Uh, but we have, uh, with our new principal coming in, we have this new process where administration is going around every week and, and you know, seeing uh, the classrooms and, and leaving fun little notes, like two st- two stars and a stare. Um, and everyone that has come into my room- Is that has, a real thing? They call it two stars and a stare? Well, it's, it's stars and stares. So it's like stars, things that are shining, and mm-hmm. stares, stuff you have to work on. But they they call them like oh oh s t s t a i r s yeah not like no not stairs not like a pair of like creepy you. eye no, 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 emojis no, 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 no. that are stairs. just like mm, you messed stairs up stairs like you climb up okay now I understand where the, the yeah lapses I was a little confused uh, there. but everyone that has come into my classroom um, has always left the stair we need learning targets oh and not knowing that you have but them. no one has ever like stopped and said hey you know I'm looking for learning targets can you show me where they are yeah. Um, they just assume that they're placed somewhere in the classroom, but my classroom is completely filled with like shelving units, yeah. smart board, uh, it, you know, animals, animals. So we got the iguana, we got a chicken, not on the wall, but it's still there and it's right. taking up space. We got fish tanks. Yeah. And so uh, it, it can sometimes be, you know, a lot. So yeah. putting it in there and I just wish somebody would finally just say like, where are your learning targets? But mm. My principal came through today and left me two wonderful uh, stars, and the stare was, we need learning targets, and then attached a copy of the learning target um, <laughs> like how to process guys. from the uh, Expeditionary Ooh. Learning Company. Wow. Uh, so yeah, so that was one thing that happened today. I appreciate my new principal, though. That's good. Uh, I definitely don't think she's listening, but if she ever does, I want her to know. I'm super happy that she's here. Uh, and that's not just me trying to kiss up. I'm just really excited that you well, know, we got some new blood in there. How are you doing? You know what? Speaking of, uh, should I jump ahead into this? Yeah, I'll go ahead. You know. I mean, speaking of, you doubt she listens. Um, we've been having a general problem of people we not listening been. to our show. It is very true. Uh, you know, we both care very much about personal privacy when yep. it comes to using our personal computers. And um, naming it after the first thing we saw that made us think of privacy may have been a mistake. May have been a little um, bit. How, however, I think, I thought this would be something that everyone could relate to. You yeah. see it all the time. Allow pop-ups from, you know, right. your bank, mm-hmm. from NewYorkTimes.com, yep. from the Washington Post. Now they want to send notifications or uh, like get lo- your browser's location. Uh, I, I, that's a fun I, one. I hate that there's somebody who whose sole job is to create the text for the the notifications. Yeah. 
And it's tough. I mean, that's a that's a rough job because that's got to get translated into dozens of languages. Yeah, it needs to be extremely concise and ideally convey, you know, only actions. So, like, you've seen OK and cancel buttons. Like, right. we're trying to get rid of that. Anyway, I'm can, I'm getting off. Can, of the can I go again. on a tangent for yeah, a second? Please. Just so uh, I recently uh, discovered that there is a uh, there's an app that is associated with a sex toy. Okay. So like you could be long distance, like you could be oh, in yeah. Chicago and somebody and you can like operate it for your partner and right. things like that. Yeah. There used to be a patent on that. Um, the craziest thing for me though, was that the first thing they ask you when you download the app is to allow notifications. And I'm just like, what could you possibly yeah. need to notify me? Like right. I'm on here because I know that my partner yeah. wants me on there. Right. And then if not, I could still just like, send a pattern on my own mm-hmm. so like if i'm in the right. moon like you oh could, you could operate your own this is called machinery. the thanos where it's like <laughs> there's one there's just, just one, it's one, one, snap. one snap and then That's it's it. like you, you're either here or you aren't um i just thought it was odd but i, I also is, feel yeah, like it's such bad design if like pornhub made an app i yeah. i don't want a notification and hopefully no. they respect that and yeah. won't ask me but yeah, uh, notifications. There's a guy who, or a woman. There's there's a human that operates that, and I feel real bad. Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, we're kind of off in the weeds on this again. Yep. And um, maybe that's why people don't listen as much. Uh, it's I'm sorry. it's you know we just scare people a lot with this stuff, and we don't always give them positive ideas. Uh, so I hope our guest today will be able to help us with I that. I do too. Yeah, some positive ideas about how to maybe reframe the show, but really, I'm hoping. Just find new ways to reach new people. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Unless there's anything else. No, let's just get to it. All right. We'll be right back. Okay. Hey, everybody. everybody. Welcome back. Hope you uh, have unlocked your phones and uh, popped on those headphones and you're listening in a quiet place where you won't be disturbed by any pop-ups because we're joined today by, uh, I would say, an expert at diverting people's attention. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, welcome to uh, Allow Pop-Ups. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, we're really glad you're here. So um, I I guess I'll just ask this anyway, even though I probably know the answer. Uh, have you listened to our podcast before? I have listened to one podcast before because when I knew I was coming on and I'm so excited, right. I wanted to kind of listen to right, see what course. it's all about. Yeah. And I Thank promised you. to listen to future podcasts because oh, okay. I did enjoy it. Most people um, who come on don't even prepare that much, so I appreciate that very much. <laughs> um, the uh, The reason we ask is uh, because we're we're hoping today that you can help us. We need uh, help. Yeah, get, get more listeners. Uh, pitch the show. Uh, we've been putting this up for quite a while now and um we just can't seem to crack it like it's hard to find uh if anybody's listening to get feedback uh we just don't know yeah like that's the hardest part i think that you know even we ask all the time at the end hey leave us a leave us a comment rate us on itunes and nobody does anything yeah hmm. or at least i don't know if they do i guess i haven't checked itunes in a while huh well, there you go. I want to just start with the resources that you have. Okay. So I know both of you are performers at Baltimore Improv Group. Yes. So uh, have yeah, you, that's true. is it anywhere on that website that you guys have this oh. under your performer pages or like, hey, here's a link? Oh. Oh. That kind of feels like a conflict of interest almost. Like, it's true. Yeah. Because we're not, we're not like a big show. You know, we're. You guys are huge. Oh, no. We're not, <laughs> no, a, no, no, no. We're not a Baltimore Improv Group. <laughs> oh. We're silly guys. Oh. 
That's, good. Okay. That's yeah, humor. That's okay. okay. I appreciate that's, it. That's okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, no, I mean, like we we attempted to, uh, I we attempted to 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 do a live show mm-hmm. at the uh, the most recent Baltimore Improv Group fundraiser, the Moirathon. Mm-hmm. Um, but they said that Heather really wasn't interested in like cybersecurity and that yeah. they didn't find it to be somewhat funny. And when we asked if we could do it as a five minute bit show. They were like, I don't know, how is this a bit? Yeah, how is that a bit? So, which I guess is fair, because, you know, we're we're yeah. really not interested in uh, doing jokes. We, yeah. We want people to kind of take their data privacy seriously. And it is important. I used to work, actually, for a database security company okay. um, in Connecticut years ago. Um, they dealt with data integrity at the cellular level. Okay. Like, um, oh. And kind of getting down to the nitty gritty. Yeah. Um, so I have a somewhat understanding of how important that is, but just think about it every day you want to have your own data secure, whether it be on your iPhone, um, or just your personal pin numbers, like what would happen if that got out? So it is important. And I think people have more of an awareness of that more than ever. You know, don't yeah. make your passcode one, two, three, four, <laughs> try to, yeah. you know, divvy it up a little bit. Oh, so you have listened to the show. <laughs> Oh, Jonathan, you still haven't changed that. I haven't changed that yet. Oh, All right. Damn it, Jonathan. Well, Sorry, that's my fault. Uh, but for I think a nominal fee, you guys could you both have a you have a Facebook page. We do have that a I Facebook found page, and yeah. I liked. So okay, yay. thank you. Um, nice. Okay. But you for a nominal fee, you can boost it so that appears perhaps at well, the top of Facebook for a certain amount of time. Nominal oh, wow. fee is. What does that? What does that actually mean? Like, I understand fee. What it means it mean I don't know the fees, and you guys have to oh. figure that out. But so, I know, like, but we've done it for our community theater, and yeah. I—that's what I've heard. It's like a small fee, so I don't know how expensive it is. So, but it's you know worth yeah, checking out. So it depends on how much money you're willing to spend per day, and then Whoa, like your budget. Day? Yeah. So All you right. could you could in essence spend twenty dollars. You could put twenty dollars into an ad space time continuum, mm-hmm. and then. You know, you can say like, "Oh, I I want to use this twenty dollars over five days." Mm-hmm. So you're in essence getting a five dollar version of that. So it's it would be like, okay, five dollars gets you between four hundred and one thousand new views every day, and uh, that to me it's like okay. But then you could go twenty dollars for that one day, and that twenty dollars a day could get you between one hundred thousand and two hundred thousand. And then you're like, oh, wow, okay. That's a lot of eyeballs. And so at that point, it's like, do we go for the one and done, or do we stretch it out with small? Yeah. I don't know. What, Aaron, yeah, what do you think? What's the, like, what's the better approach? I don't know. I'm thinking instead of like a one and done, you might want to have it be, because people tend to click on things when they see it repeated. Okay. So I uh, say, yeah. like, hey, I, hey God, God, I've seen this ad a few times. Let me finally click on this and see what it's about. Right. Um, another thing I was thinking about is how many emails do you send daily? Like just personally? Yeah. You know, a handful? I don't know. So yeah. do you have it? Do you have your podcast email address at the bottom of your email signature? Oh, uh, mm. no, that's, that seems like another kind of conflict of interest. Like I, it's I'm not, not saying it's not put it on your, my I'm not saying put it on job. your work email or your oh, day job, okay. but if you have a personal email account, you know, you have your Twitter handle, yeah. you have your this you have and you have your oh, podcast i don't do any of that as stuff. a link so yeah. all your social media info is in your hmm. email signature okay so then like my real estate agent would yeah and then, then see they that i have a podcast yes and then they could click on it okay and you kind of expand it out that way it's a real doesn't cost you anything it doesn't that's actually real cheap 
yeah. sort of guerrilla marketing. How fascinating. Now I'm just imagining like that person that I met at Starbucks who right. like took a picture with their phone and I was like, can you mail that to me? And gave them my email address. Right. Email them could, back. I could email them back and so be like, thanks. All, all your personal emails, you should have that at the bottom of, in your email okay. signature because you never know who you're going to email who might click on it and share wow. it. Interesting. Word of mouth is an is amazing it? tool. So I also know that when it comes to promoting things, like we started adding pictures to all of our episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like Marty and I with keys in our hand and then a big lock in the uh, background. Yeah. But I've also heard that there's like there's specific colors you should be using because it draws people's attention to it more. Yes. Is that a thing? There is a psychology behind colors in in advertising. Um, That's why if you notice in stores, a lot of your end dial displays are, there's a reason they're there. That's prime space Mm -hmm. that 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 company has paid for. So you will pick that Chips Ahoy that's in the bright blue packaging because that's for whatever reason your eye is going to go to. There's a whole psychology behind like product labeling and why people choose the things that they do. So generally... Yellow mm-hmm. is considered a bright color because it's, you know, think about it, it's on buses and everything. Oh, it's yeah. like a real loud in your face color. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be more attention grabbing than perhaps something in a dull gray. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Though I personally like gray. Um, it's a nice so color. There's a, it goes well with almost everything. It does. It's a good, as well as black. Um, so, yeah, so some of the colors you use, or even in if you, you know, have you done an email blast? I mean, between the two of you, you might have a personal list wow. of contacts. So That's... do an email blast and go, hey, guys, did you guys know your best friends have a podcast? That feels like a breach of privacy. Like... Well, th- then, you know, Marty, you have to kind of balance out. Are you breaching privacy or yeah. are you getting your name out? Oh. I mean, how many spam emails do you get from friends just trying to promote their own stuff? And if you're just, I'm not saying you spam them and do it every day, but... Right. You know, even if you did it four times a year. What if we talked about, like, hacking into friends' Facebook pages? I'm sorry. Am I on a security podcast and you're talking about hacking into your friends' well, pages? I'm just saying. That, well, like, <laughs> this, is, this is an argument that we actually have a lot on this show. Hypothetically uh, which is, I'm sorry, just the terms. I was like, um, guys. No, you're mm. right. You've tapped into something that... Um, the the one or two people that listen to the show pick up on a lot, and that is um, Jonathan is a very strong advocate for the best defense is a good offense mm. when it comes to cybersecurity, and this is something I vehemently disagree with because it's immoral, it's but, unethical. But the fun thing is, is that yeah, like we look ahead. at we look at people who are always having those like new profiles that are being made, and they're like, don't click on it because it's not me. We're already friends. But what if we were able to do that? And then just start sharing our stuff all over the place, as as impersonators of our friends. Well, the the Aaron originally I thought like, well, what if we did one of those things where we took a like very beautiful, handsome person model, put them like as our profile picture, and put some weird name like uh, Name G period Wasuppy. <laughs> and like did that because people have you ever gotten one of those have you ever gotten like a friend request from one of those like it's it's just a picture of someone in their underwear but it's like a model in their underwear i have gotten sure. odd right. friend requests okay yeah. yes and so Bank but but, are but when you click on problem. when you see it there's like 
sometimes they have like 10,000 friends and it's like who yeah. who is actually accepting this friend request 10,000 people if we did that we could get 10,000 people oh, Jonathan but why but does that number is it actual active friends or the people who just said yes and then later went oops i'm going to unfriend you at best i mean i just think it's likely that i understand where you're going net. to kind of prove your point like hey we could get this out there but i really think you have so many other legitimate avenues to travel down to get your name out thank there thank you thank you other Aaron. than going yes. that that route i don't think because i mean what if what if we did say, say that that we made that account and someone friended it and then i guess we posted an episode there that's not the content that they clicked to sign up for we're not going to do content about models in their underwear so but that's just the so that's the that's the bait and switch and people will hate us like it will absolutely drive our our brand such as it is into the toilet. What's going to get people to notice us immediately? That is a good question because I, I wonder. If I think in this in like in this current climate mm-hmm. politically and uh, with all the climate change uh, and the the news cycle being what it is, part of me is worried that maybe our name allow pop ups is is scaring people because we're yet another distraction yet another thing demanding their attention and uh and probably gonna tell them something bad like what you're doing is with your data is dangerous so tell me this you're pitching who what your brand is to me we have a two minute elevator ride all right we get in the elevator the doors close you have two minutes because i'm getting off on the next floor or so Okay. okay what do you want me to take away would we have talked about that ahead of time Nope. Let's just so do I it. You are. Right I wouldn't go. actually know how long I have to talk but to. But what? What is your kind of boil it down? What is your tagline? Yeah. What do you want people? Even after a half hour conversation, mm-hmm. in the last two minutes, you're going to sum it up so they have this takeaway. Mm. What do you want people to know about you, and and why this podcast is important and the content? Yeah. Uh, two dudes, one lock. I don't think that's an accurate representation of our podcast. Um. No, and when you say allow pop-ups, mm-hmm. do you want people to allow pop-ups? Or are you uh, saying, hey, by using ooh. us, you will not? It's a question. We want them to think. It's because they've probably so seen it's that allow before. Pop-ups? Exactly, right. and you've you've seen that, I'm sure. Like you visit the Washington Post, and mm-hmm. it's like allow notifications from WashingtonPost.com. Uh, we wanted to hit people with something familiar that, like, I don't know, maybe gives them a little bit of a sense of dread and urgency. Like, oh, I should figure this out. I don't know if it's working. I mean, so you're more concerned at what happens. Sometimes if you allow that pop-up, sometimes you allow the wrong ones, and that could really mess up your computer and, and be malware. Sure. I mean, any kind of permission, special permission that you give to an app or a website. I got it. I got it. What's that? I got it. All right, Aaron. Here you go. Two minutes. I only need 10 seconds. Hit me. Okay. You'll never want to malware us out. <laughs> Jonathan, I'm not even sure what that means. <laughs> that's that's what makes it provocative, right? Like people are going to be like, "Whoa, what? Huh?" But is that like we wouldn't want? To, I wouldn't want to leave the house with this on. Like mm. I wouldn't want to wear it out. They just don't want to malware us out. Or or like you want to keep something pristine because you don't want it to. We're be so good. Worn. We'll never malware out. Okay, at least that was clearer. But it still doesn't mean anything to me. 
you you'll ask so many questions we have so many answers it's like spyware but it's i don't want people to feel like we're spyware that that sounds really bad jonathan only two men in this trojan horse Okay, that just implies something entirely different. Two men helping you wrap it up. There it is. I like it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Two men helping you wrap it up. Huh. Okay. Well, we're about out of time. Um, So I guess we'll go with that. We'll try and buy some Facebook ads. Yeah. Um, Maybe change our profile pictures and uh, email signatures. It's raining outside, so make sure you malware your cap. (laughs) And we'll wrap you up. You're really into that. I don't know. I think that needs a little work, but I like where okay. you're going. Thanks, Aaron. You're welcome. Yeah. It needs and, to get tightened and up. And now, after we, and we'll tighten it up by putting our beautiful underwear model on as our profile picture. This is such a bad idea. Okay. It's going to be great. Um, Aaron, thank you so much. Uh, I guess before we uh, let you go, do you have any advice for other folks that might be looking to promote something that, uh, and they're not really sure where to start? Start with what you already have. As I said, like use mm-hmm. your the resources you already have, and don't be afraid to kind of promote yourself. I mean, I know Marty, you kind of had some reservations about. Mm, I don't want to like send an email out to my friends, but that's who's going to help get your name out there, yeah. and it doesn't cost you anything. And I'm not saying you spam them, but you know, every once in a while, every couple months, you could send like an email blast out. Use your email signature. Really promote yourselves on your own social media sites. And, you know, and then ask others to help you spread the word. That's great advice. Thank you. Uh, Well, before we let you go, uh, would you mind sticking around to play a game with us? Oh, my God. That'd be so fun. Yeah, that'd be great. Thanks. And just in case Jonathan can't edit out those noises later, uh, hello from the Baltimore Improv Group Bitcoin Memorial Podcast Studio, right next to an improv rehearsal room (laughs) where some (laughs) nice troop is warming up with screaming exercises. Yay. Uh, all right. Well, that means it's time for everyone's favorite game. Sell it. I want to buy it. Well, I want to sell it. Uh, Jonathan, what do you got for us this week? So, uh, as everybody knows, this is uh, one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, we pick a random item around the, the world, uh, around our space, around our time. There's a lot of stuff in yep, the world. Yep, a lot, lot of stuff. And then it's my job to to sell it to you guys. And you just have to name the item that we're, uh, that I'm that I'm describing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fun part about this uh, today that we're doing is because it is around the holiday season. Uh, we're going to start in the uh, the 2001 time period okay. for the first bit. Uh, and this is the, one of the hottest toys of that year around Christmas time. Okay. So Tickle Me go. Elmo. It's 2001. Here we go. I'm going to try to sell it to you. It's not Tickle Me Elmo? It's not Tickle so. Me Elmo. Dang. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Hey, everybody. Hi. It's so nice that you get to meet us uh, with my large hair, but I can fit into all these tiny little dresses. You are going to love me. Your parents are going to hate how much that I give off as a bad image, but you know what? That's okay. I'm oh, spoiled. Those Bratz dolls? Yes. I would say the Bratz It dolls. is the Bratz dolls. Yeah. Good job. Good Sold call. it. Wow. You got Sold that right away. I think it. Jonathan really nailed the tone and reminded me very strongly of those terrible, terrible dolls. Yeah. Uh, well done. Let me, let me move up. Um, all right. Here we go. This is 2005. Sorry. The other ones were like Beyblades and then Yu-Gi-Oh! 
And I was just like, no, that's wow, okay. Beyblades were 2001? No, yeah. Beyblades were 2002. Okay. And then Yu-Gi-Oh! was 2003. So we're moving up. Wow. Uh, I couldn't even tell you what. I could just read this for 2005. Uh, okay, this is crazy. Um, uh, 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 give me a banana. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Robot Elmo? Uh, a banana. I got nothing. Oh, Curious George something? You, so you are very close with Robot. Yeah. Uh, I'm feeling Robot. Yeah. But why give me a banana? That's um. If you robot com- Donkey Kong, if you uh, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're super close. Uh oh, uh, robot Donkey Kong is super close. What could it I don't be? know. Nintendo. That's Nintendo, right? Yeah. Is it a Nintendo PlayStation game? <laughs> Nintendo PlayStation. Uh, it is. It Sorry. is. It is. <laughs> no, that's almost a real thing. Robo Sapien. Oh, the Robo Sapien. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. I wanted one of those. It sold <laughs> 1.5 million units between Robo. April and December of 2004. Wow. Yeah. They were <laughs> just, my scary. husband's going to kill me that I said Nintendo <laughs> PlayStation. All right, you know, that was almost <laughs> what happened. Sony, uh, Sony was uh, contracted by Nintendo to make a CD-ROM extension to the, I think, Super Nintendo. So yeah, the... And when the deal fell through, Sony said, we're going to make it ourselves, and it became the PlayStation. I'm going to blame that one on dun, the cold. Dun, dun. I'm totally going to blame that one on the cold. All right, Jonathan, what we got? All right, uh, 2005. Um, All right, here we go. Hey, dudes, are you ready to hit some sick slopes and twists and turns? Oh, man, make sure you get it in this square, but it's just like a treasure chest, so you got to find the spot. Oh, yeah, Bill Gates sucks. Is it Sean White's treasure chest? What's What's the year again? 2005. Oh no! Uh, I no, I don't know. I have no idea. This is great. Yeah, I, I sold. I sold that wrong. I feel like it's it uh, was... extreme geocaching <laughs> with iPods. It was. It no, sorry. It was the uh, the Xbox 360. Oh, but oh. you ended with Microsoft sucks. No, I said Bill Gates sucks because oh. he had left by then. But they didn't. They didn't turn on the creator. <laughs> <laughs> they always do. Okay, here we go. Yeah, remember how Microsoft Corporation hates Bill Gates now? Uh, uh, two thousand, two thousand thirteen. That was a thing. It's not. Hey, I'm a big boy now. You don't have to tickle me, Elmo. Yeah, it's tickle the, me, Elmo. There was the creepy new Elmo mm-hmm. that could talk. Oh, mm-hmm. What's it called? It's not tickle me, Elmo, but it's his successor. Oh. Mm-hmm. Adult situations, Elmo. Adult situations, Elmo. <laughs> you nailed it. Come, uh, this Elmo in 2013 came with cigarettes and a bottle of vodka. Are, wow. Really? No, that's not true. <laughs> that's <laughs> I was not like, true. Like a little pack of condoms. Uh, no, this one, uh, this this one was a massive Regular success. Uh, but it was big hugs, Elmo. Big hugs. Big oh. hugs. Never would have guessed that. All right, and let's uh, let's try this one. 2000, 2016. Hmm. I've always wanted a chicken. But I've never really wanted to deal with a live animal. But I like the idea of making my child have to sit on it so that it will come to life. Hatchimals. Oh. It is Hatchimals. Yeah, nice. All done. right. Uh, BB-8 was the year before. It just says BB-8. Just straight up BB-8. Yeah, you bought a BB-8. Uh, 2017 had three things. The Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. 
the new Teddy Rupsk, uh, Ruxpin. Yep. And oh, yeah. the f- uh, Fingerlings. Fingerlings were a big thing. Mm. And then this year, huh, is a uh, Harry Potter coding kit. Like, Following the much-awaited release of Fantastic Beasts 2, okay. the Harry Potter coding kit by Kano is sure to be a huge hit this holiday. Sure to be. This website's supposed to tell me it is. Aspiring young witches and wizards can build their own wands and learn to code by casting spells wow. and exploring iconic locations in the wizarding world. Once past the coding basics, yeah. they can use the kit to create new spells and games. How amazing. Is that's that really how do you spell cool. that Kano? K A N O. I think that's the same folks that they make a lot of Raspberry Pi kits. Oh shit. Yeah. We talked about Raspberry Pi yeah, we talked about on the pie. show. Yeah. Uh, a lot. Uh, hit the backlogs. So you can learn about the onion pie, learn how to filter out ads uh, from all your internet traffic. Uh, right. well, Aaron, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for the clutch answer with Hatchimals. You're welcome. I do not think that would have uh, been answered correctly otherwise. Uh, if folks wanted to find you, I don't know, in somewhere around Baltimore City and ask you for advertisement help, uh, where could they do that? Uh, they could find me at the Baltimore Improv Group. I'm an improviser there. I have shows every other Tuesday. Um, and most Thursdays I'm there and I have rehearsals. So you could feel free to come on in the evenings and stop on by. Nice. Thanks again for being on the show. We really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to um, Jonathan getting banned from Facebook for violating the terms of service. (laughs) I'm super excited. They're never going to find me. Okay. Well, they probably don't listen to this podcast yet. They don't. Great. Uh, Folks, thanks so much for listening. Uh, The few of you that do, we would not do the show without you. Uh, Keep watching out for yourselves and each other out there. And, uh, you know, help other folks find the show. If you already subscribe, uh, give us a rating and a review. Uh, Those four and five star reviews help people find the show on Mm -hmm. Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. It doesn't take that long, people. See, right there, I didn't know that. So I will definitely be sure to give you a four or five star review if I know that. that I mean, if we earned it. I mean, if you feel like it's a two, please... Be honest. Yeah. Listen through to the whole episode right. and then decide. Then decide. Uh, we we value, you know, honesty. Yep. We want you to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can also hit us up. Uh, talk to us on our website at wehavetoask.com or our Twitter or Facebook where we have to ask in both places. And we want to know what's worrying you. You know, send us send us more of those screenshots. We've been seeing lots yep. of disturbing screenshots about funny pop-ups, uh, weird ads, and... Um, not as many email scams these days. Why don't no. We send us in some of those. I had, a, I had a friend tell me that his dad got into an argument with him because Microsoft definitely put a pop-up in his computer that definitely told him that they needed to call. And when he called, they definitely fixed the problem. Oh, boy. How exciting. Uh, and then my friend was just like, no, 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 that's a scam. And then dad just replied, nope, that was definitely Microsoft. Wow. Well, can I ask you guys a question? Like, what are Can you guys just give some of your listeners some tips on how can you tell if it's a scam? I know at my job, they said often if there's a misspelling oh, in yeah. a common used um, web address, mm-hmm. that's a key kind of clue that perhaps you should not click on that. Definitely. So do you have any like top few things that someone should look at? And so it's, I should not click on that pop up. Yeah, I mean, I would uh, always recommend go back and listen to episode, I want to say it was seven, mm-hmm. where uh, we went over my top 10 list, and then episode uh, nine mm-hmm. is where we went over Jonathan's, nine, 10, yep. and 11. Yep. I think that one took a few. Uh, but just the short ones, I would say um, don't open any attachments yep. ever. 
even if you know who it's from, right. um, like use a virtual machine, yep. you know, you really want to keep that in a sanitary environment. Yep. Uh, and buy all of your, uh, your hardware only from vendors that use entire open source stacks. So that's about two places in the world. It's incredibly expensive. Um, if you can't afford that, get an iPhone uh, and, uh, go ahead, Jonathan. And if there's a picture of a goddamn siren, like just the light, the red light going yeah. around and around, stop, like just yeah throw your computer out the window it's no longer mm -hmm. useful shut it down just shut it down you just stop yeah and uh to wrap it up this is always my like number one tip uh if you're getting rid of a computer take a drill to the hard drive uh, straight through the hard drive yeah uh so that can malware that any day <laughs> it's starting to grow on me jonathan yeah, I, know, I think i, I think that's Got gonna it. work yeah Great. Uh, well, thanks again for listening, folks. Uh, we'll be back with more security tips next week. And uh, hey, be on the lookout for a new email signature. Until next week, this has been another episode of Allow Pop-Ups. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, you can malware me around. See you all next time. This has been another episode of The Loud Pop-Ups. If you'd like to thank our producers, Amy and Herbie Lobster, and thanks to Skies and Cast for your great theme song you did. Check them out on iTunes, and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehavetoask.com or on Facebook or Twitter at wehavetoask. And don't forget to shout out the other podcasts on the Peaksloft Network at peaksloft.com. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've i tried to ask. You did? And I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network.